0: What's up y'all? It's your guy, The Yogi, Eben Britton, and this is the Ebb and Flow podcast. So good to be with you all on this magnificent day. Today's episode is a really fun one. A little bit heavy, I will say. Um it's with a woman named Maisie Bristol. She is a tarot reader. And Life Coach, um, this is a good one. I don't know what, uh, you know, we all have, I don't know what I'm saying. My experience with tarot has been profound at times, very interesting. Tarot is an ancient esoteric art. Um, A very interesting, insightful, at times powerful medium for accessing information on other planes of reality or accessing information from other planes of reality. Tarot is... Tarot really has a personality of its own, which is interesting. With many of these esoteric sciences, there's an element of humor. And there's an element of once you're given a certain message, there's nothing left to receive and when you continue to go down a rabbit hole of asking questions after having received the message that you needed in that moment, tarot can begin to play with you a little bit. And that was definitely what happened to me. Maisie gives me really a 1,000% spot-on reading It was exactly what I needed in the moment I received it. She gives a really nice breakdown of the basics of tarot. Um, If you're interested in reaching out to her for for a reading or a consultation, all of her information is in the show notes. I encourage you to check it out. Check her out. She's super talented and gifted. When you watch this episode on YouTube, she you can see her methodology when she does her reading, which is really interesting, and I talk about it a little bit. So if you're just listening, I had her describe sort of what she was doing to the best of her ability. Um, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was very very heavy and very personal and very necessary for me. Um, and you'll, you'll hear it. (laughs) So enjoy this one. It's a nice introduction to tarot cards and the ancient esoteric art form of tarot reading. I think you guys will enjoy it. It was a lot of fun. Um, before I send you off to enjoy it, y'all. Hey man, if you're looking for more sleep, better sleep, more energy to have energy but not the jitters, and to experience that calm focus to stabilize your mood. You've got to be supplementing with magnesium. I use it every day, it's one of my favorite supplements in life. Period. Magnesium is super important for your body's well being and your mind's well being. Great for your heart health, brain health, bones, organs. Magnesium is a wonder molecule for sure. It's involved in over 200 processes in the human body and we need it. It's great to help you get a better night's sleep. Getting a better night's sleep means you're a better, more productive, more efficient, happier, healthier human being and that's really what it's all about, isn't it? There is no better magnesium product than Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. Head over to magbreakthrough.com forward slash ebb and flow. Use code ebb and flow 10 to get 10% off your next order. Okay, I highly recommend it. Check it out. There's a link in the show notes. Go get you some magnesium. Experience the best sleep of your life. Um... Merch, dope new Psychedelic Ebb and Flow Power Tribe t-shirts are available. Check it out, higherpowerworkshop.com. We've also got yoga mats, we've got hoodies, all kinds of good stuff over there. Another great way you can support this show. Um, What else? If you're watching this episode, you'll notice once again, I am bathed in red light. This is thanks to my brothers and sisters over at vital red light. Going to have Jake Cruz of vital red light on the podcast here pretty soon to talk about all of the powerful benefits. This thing is amazing. It's incredible. I feel super calm. Uh, do it in the morning, do it at night. Powerful stuff. We'll talk more about that later. Uh, that's about it folks enjoy this episode it's a fun one and uh that's about it lots of love to you guys have a magnificent rest of your day and i'll see y'all on the flip side you have unlocked the eternal link to internal source the key of imagination your admission access to the enlightened dimension What's up, peeps? Hey, got an excellent guest for you guys today. Very excited to have this conversation with Maisie Bristol. She is a tarot reader, a coach. Maisie, it's great to have you here.
1: Hi, it is so nice to be here. Thank you for having me on the podcast.
0: Absolutely. Welcome to the ebb and flow. This is uh, <laughs> this is very much in line with what we like to think about, explore on this show. And, um, I'm super excited to dive in. Tarot has been a super, um, I would say powerful medium throughout my life. I've had a number of very significant, um, impactful tarot readings. Really? um, That's cool. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I'm a big, I come from a long family, a deep Rich lineage of witches and crazy people, and um, really, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this is very much in line with, you know, how I live my life and how I look at the unseen realms of reality and all of that good stuff. And so I'm really stoked to to dive into this with you. Um, you said before we before I hit record that you you were also in a past life, an athlete, you were a D one athlete yourself. <laughs> um, <I was. laughs> and, uh, I think there's so much, um, you know, we don't really, uh, I think, as, and perhaps it's only us athletes in particular, we don't give enough acknowledgement or credence to the path we walked as, as athletes, as, as physical As people who were really reaching for the heights of their physical uh, power, capability through sport. And how that, I think, innately leads one on a spiritual journey. And how the physical body is such an incredible vessel for exploring the, the spiritual realms of life. The deeper mysteries of this experience we call being human and uh, so I'm intrigued how you found your way to Tarot, and what was it about Tarot that called out to you in in going down this path that this rebirth of yourself or this new life of yourself, um as Maisie Bristol, the tarot reader mystic witch <laughs>
1: <laughs> um well. There's a lot to unpack there. First of all, I want to say, for the record, that um, anyone who has been in a high-intensity environment regarding sports should be like lauded and applauded and just revered because it. People don't understand how hard it is. It is so mentally and physically mm. and like emotionally taxing that um, you honestly have nothing else to think about when you're in those moments. Like all That's you think sure. about is your sport <laughs> and how you could be totally better at your true. sport. Like even if you're in college, even if you're out of college and pros, I mean, like life. Even though you have all this money, if you're a pro, like you, that's not you don't live life like you do your sport. And it mm. starts from you know if you go if you're in college. Like I swear I didn't have really like a college experience because it it's just no no yeah so yeah
0: um, absolutely you're I, totally for right anyone on. who's out
1: there who's done sports uh, congratulations you did something super hard and um, I love that. It it causes you to be introspective, I think. Like like you say, how can I be better and everything. But uh, for team sports, especially, I feel like you have um, this mentality that you have to provide for the team, or that you know it's mm. a greater good situation. So you have mm-hmm. less time to think about yourself and how to like better like self growth there, mm. uh, because it's like self growth for a purpose. It's for them, not for you. <laughs> you know, um, sure. so. Uh, in college, like I, I had tarot in mind. I, you know, brought a deck to me or with me to college. You know, it's not like mm. it. I had it in high school. Started there. Went through college. Did my sports, and then um, I ended up later in life, uh, like working with it a little bit more. But it was only until after college that I really like found myself. Tarot kind of uh, landed in my lap. <laughs> I, mm. I was interested in it. I did it with other people. Um, but I, initially I was using it because I loved it so much as a way to make extra cash. I was in a spot. I thought this might be a quick fix. And then I ended up really enjoying it. Cause I realized I was helping people a lot and it was working and I love tarot. So I didn't really think it just, it just happened. It was like those it
0: was just just natural. moments
1: that like landed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was, uh, it was a whole nother journey after that to really accept myself, my new self. Um, mm, I just remember, definitely. I mean, I'm like seven years into the business or this is my, my business is seven years old now So um, in 2022. And I just remember for the first like four years, I did not mention it first. It wasn't like, even though it was a priority mm. for me, I didn't say it to other people right away. Cause I, it registered all these other reactions, that I didn't want to have to mm. answer to. If I was dating, I would, you know, wait until like the third date to say it. <laughs> mm. And it just took time to like, really embrace it. Because um, it is weird. It's a little interesting. Not everyone does it. But now I'm like, that is so cool. And yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm not single now. But like, if you know, recently, not recently, but you know, a while ago, when I was single, um, that's like the first thing I would say when on dates I'd be like, yeah, I'm a tarot reader and this is going to happen. And if you don't like it, you can leave now.
0: (laughs) Totally. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like I'm not changing who I am. Absolutely. I love it. It was a long, it was a long process to get comfortable.
0: I mean, I think everyone experiences that on some level. Uh, if they're going through life and doing it the right way, I've been reading a lot of, uh, I just finished reading this book by Osho. You know who Osho is?
1: Yeah, a
0: little bit. Uh, so you you maybe you've seen the documentary um, Wild Wild Country, great documentary. Sort of <laughs> paints him in this madman light, which isn't totally accurate. Uh, but he's he's just a brilliant uh, philosopher, mystic yogi, and uh, this book, Intuition: Knowing Beyond Logic. It's a really powerful book, and essentially he talks about how we function, human beings function through three structures or three paradigms in our life. The head or the mind functions in the intellect, the heart functions from intuition, and the body functions on instinct, and this thing has been cultivating in me for Probably the last couple years of getting out of the mind and into the heart. And mm-hmm. um, much of my spiritual process, my emotional process, whatever it is, you know, this, this thing that I'm doing, this ride that I'm on, it's really, it reveals itself over and over again to be getting out of my head and into my heart. And living from this place of intuition rather than allowing my intellect or my mind to create all of these obstacles. Because that's sort of the... That's the, the programming of the mind is to like analyze, make sense of, figure out the logical, function in that plane of rational and logic and the known. But the heart really functions from this place of the unknown. And... um you know, when your inner guide, your inner guide gives you all of these and he, he boils it by the end of the book, he's boiled it down to getting in touch with your inner guide. And, uh, you know, that inner guide is that thing going, Maisie, you're a tarot reader. You have a gift at this thing, whatever it is. And our rational mind is like, yeah, but what is that? And, those people over there are going to think I'm weird or it's not logical or it doesn't make sense. Or for me, like, Eb, you're a yogi and you love to do yoga and meditate and breath work. And yeah, but Eb, you were this football badass. How, how are people going to make sense of that? They're going to think you're so weird, you know, and the, the true, the true magic of my life continues to reveal itself being found in that place of just surrendering to that inner voice. And letting go of all the mind stuff that's creating that that uh, static around my truth, you know. And <laughs> I think that so many people, as far as I can tell from doing this podcast now for the last couple of years and um, the audience I've developed or whatever it is on the community I've developed on social media, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are, hearing that inner voice and, you know, the greatest task I think of this lifetime is to take yourself out of, get your mind and your ego out of the way so that your your true self can emerge so that you can be who you're meant to be in this world. And so I think that's really a powerful story of what you shared, you know, like you you had this process of coming to terms with your truth And then finally surrendering to it and how important that is in one's life path.
1: Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm not, that's not to say that I still don't struggle. I've, Oh,
0: absolutely. I have many struggles, you know,
1: about around (laughs) this particular topic. Uh, I'm very much someone who is like a natural born people pleaser and, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. care a lot about like what not other people think, but more like my close, close ones think like my family or like my friends, like, uh, that's been a thing that I've had to work with for a long time, and oh and um, I'm still, you know, trying to get into this mode where you're you're embracing yourself, like your decisions, Absolutely. your movements, and trusting. That's the the harder part, I think, is to trust that you know what's best for you, mm-hmm. or trust that you know what you're doing, um, and just let go.
0: Absolutely, that's such an important point because it's never like you get there. You know? Yeah. You, know, you never
1: <laughs> It's always the, a journey. <laughs>
0: always. And there's some like thing you some some nook or cranny that you didn't look at or didn't see that reveals itself to you and and then the rabbit hole goes even deeper. Um mm-hmm. So and I think that something that's super powerful about tarot to me is that it really I don't know what it is, and maybe you can you know, maybe this is a good place to start this conversation, but it feels to me as though tarot functions from that place of the unknown, the unseen, you know, that energetic vibration inside ourselves that we are aware of to some degree, some more than others, but that we're our mind is sort of inhibiting us from seeing clearly. And tarot somehow is like this scalpel that sort of goes into the center of it and comes back with this message.
1: Yeah, there are um, two responses that I get from people uh, more often than not. And that one of them is, uh, I like, thank you for reassuring me of what I already knew. Mm -hmm. And the other one is, that's very interesting I get that makes, that makes sense. I just had never thought about it that way. So Mm -hmm. both of those answers (laughs) suggest that like, you know, it within, it's like an intuitive thing. Um, But you know, the hard stuff is hard to look at sometimes. And if you have a guide to help you to really illuminate it. So to a point where it's just um, undeniable Uh, for me as a tarot reader, I know exactly what I see. uh, but then that, my job is to explain that to other people. Uh, but for instance, if I ask a question and I see a certain card, it's like, well, duh, like that's the answer. <laughs> it, right. it can be it can be so um, obvious and stark, the answers that you get from tarot, because it's like, of course, that yeah. card would come up in this situation. Um, so now <laughs> I know automatically card. what it's saying <laughs> or like just, you know am I holding on to someone who's not going to commit to me and you get the lovers reverse? Like, yes, mm. there's just like, it's not a no, it's not a maybe it's a yes you are. <laughs> right.
0: So, right. um,
1: yeah, it's it, it's interesting. The one thing I will say is that tarot is great for in the moment queries and, um, developing, uh, you know, as we, as we live our life, um, astrology is good to help, that self-reflection and um, understanding like where we are starting from, what our base is, how we, how we are born. And then using that information to then learn where the pitfalls are so that we can uh, know where to start or know what to think about mm. as we grow. Mm. So for example, if you're like, I need to work on uh, opening up and trusting other people and you meet someone new and you're, thinking, should I open up to this person? That would be a time to do a tarot card reading, right? But if you're thinking deeper, well, you can also do this with tarot cards. You can think deeper and you can you can pull cards on these questions. But Astral, that's what natal charts are really good for, is that if you're going, okay, why am I like that? <laughs> like, what? how was I born to be like that? Then you look at the chart and you're like, oh, that's interesting. That illuminates something.
0: Mm. So... Is there anything you would say? Is there any... Um, I want to word this properly. Is there any... What does Tarot not... Oh, I lost your video.
1: Oh, well, I'm here.
0: Okay, you're still there. Um, <laughs> is there anything... That what is, what is the right and wrong ways to approach tarot or to, is there any wrong way? Like, is there any sort of wrong way to think about it? Is there anything that, I don't know if that makes sense. But is there any right or wrong? Is there a right and a wrong way to approach tarot, or is there anything that you would say? Any any perhaps ill fated choice or decision or use of the information one could use following a tarot reading.
1: Ill-fated use of the information following a tarot reading.
0: Like you get, so you get a you, message. Like you get the death card. Situ- uh, well, I was I was using that metaphorically because I've gotten the death card on like jobs or you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, partnerships we, you know that it doesn't or,
1: mean you know something bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, of course. Um, it's just like I think that's, what
1: you're saying or trying or what? I, what I'm getting from this is that you are asking, uh how I would approach maybe it is. are there good and bad cards or are there good and bad messages? How do you approach that? Mm. And is there a wrong way to look at it?
0: I guess so. Let me give you some more context because this guy, uh, there's a guy I, I have a lot of respect for. His name's Aubrey Marcus. Um, and, uh, he, had a post the other day and he said that he said something I thought was really interesting, which I agree with. And this isn't about tarot specifically, but this will give you what I'm, this will give you the point of what I'm sort of getting after. As he said that, um, I believe psychic readings are detrimental, but that doesn't stop me from occasionally having one done to check in on where I'm at. And I thought that was interesting in the, in this idea of as we're on this, we're on this journey and you get this sort of, you get this, this information from another realm that's, that's perhaps beyond the scope of the mind's understanding of where you're at. But then the mind uses the information to sort of, to, do everything it can to will the situation in a specific way. Does that make sense? Um, or to I think it pretend that pertains. we can see the future or something like that.
1: Well, I think that mostly pertains to like what's going to happen, you know, reading mm-hmm. like yeah, what's going to yeah. happen next year. What's going to happen the next six months. Right. Um, I think a lot, of, I personally, I mean, I offered those readings. I personally mm. would never do one for myself because I feel like it's <laughs> uh, it's true because that you can take information and then mold it into something else. I just know that how my mind works, maybe some other people don't do not do this, but I know how my mind works and I'd be like, oh my God, this is happening. And then you can kind of like put out that energy force and like the law of attraction is like yeah, here. Yeah, of course. Um, I think that's possible for sure. Um, but... One thing that people should recognize is the fact that we all have free will. This is why I offer these readings anyway. Like if you want it, I'll give it to you. Um, But you should know that you have free will to do or not do any of these things. Like if you don't, if I say you're going to move in March and you get to March and you're like, I don't want to move. You don't have to do that. (laughs) You cannot. You can stay (laughs) if you want. And so it's really up to you the whole time. It's not mm. faded. We're not t- like I don't think anything is faded.
0: Well, yeah, no, I agree. Right.
1: I don't think that the cards well. fate. your future. <laughs> <laughs> I think what things are think faded. faded? <laughs> uh, signs, what do you think is again Signs, meetings. <laughs> what? Which
0: what part? do you think is faded?
1: I think that um, nudges, intuitions, signs, meetings you know, new people or meeting on the street or whatever. That those are all fated to happen somehow. Mm. Um I don't think we're fated to uh
0: mm. A I destiny know, I'm, I'm thinking some, I was yeah
1: end. I was gonna say I don't think we're fated to be or not be with someone, but I do but that's not true because I also feel that um, you can meet someone at the wrong time. And it was fate that put you guys together at that time, knowing it wouldn't work out. Hmm. There are people like I see this in tarot cards, like I can explain this with tarot cards, you know, uh, in a reading. But I feel that sometimes we meet what might be a a perfect soulmate or whatever, but that person is just not ready. They're not in the right place in their life. We could have worked out if you were both in the same place at the same time it didn't, it. you didn't, you weren't, you know, and it just didn't happen. And that was, that was fate because you needed to learn a lesson from that relationship. It wasn't the one that was supposed to carry you through the rest of your life.
0: Mm. There was some relationship into, like, in the non- stuff. or there were, there <laughs> was some, there was some lesson in the inability to have a relationship. Or, like yeah. the resistance or the friction or the yeah, or
1: else. you're there to help that person understand why they weren't able to do this or get there with the perfect person. Um, mm. yeah, tough lessons, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, well, everything that happens is a lesson, so
0: absolutely, no doubt about it. And nobody said it was going to yeah. be easy
1: it's all it's all learning (laughs) life can be the the point is you know you can't try to figure out life i think that's Mm. where where i cross the threshold with tarot readings because like i mean you can you can do whatever you want like go ahead and do all the tarot readings in the world but like the whole point of life is not to know (laughs) it's to Mm. figure it out as you go there's no way that you can just speed up time and say i got it now like moving on (laughs) like Mm. it, it takes a while It's part of the process to not know, to not understand and to be okay with that.
0: Mic drop, Maisie. (laughs) Uh, Fuck. Um, I totally agree. Um, For someone who is, let's reach out to the, let's reach out to the non-believers for a moment. For someone who's not, who, who's a non-believer, and perhaps it doesn't even matter because you know that's your that's your deal, and you can go through life being a non-believer, and it's not really our job to convince you that tarot is something worthwhile. But just for the sake of a an exercise, what how do you sell tarot to the non-believers?
1: Um. Well. You can't sell anything to someone who doesn't want it. So I can lead Great a horse to water, but I can't make it drink. I can't make it drink. So Amen. my philosophy on skeptics is that I'm totally happy to read for anyone, really. If you're a skeptic, let's do it. I don't care. Um, I'm not here to convince you. But my only criteria for that is to fi- is a skeptic who is open-minded. If you're not right, open-minded, right. you're not going to.
0: It doesn't like, matter.
1: you're going to find everything wrong with it and then nitpick until you're right. You know, so I don't want to read for you if you're not open at least a little bit.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm.
1: So I want the horse to drink the water is what I'm saying. I'm not trying to like force feed. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's sort of the interesting conundrum of, of doing the podcast and uh, being in the place that I'm at in my own, you know, unfoldment where in order to have a podcast, you sort of have to ask these questions that you know there aren't answers to or or the answer is that exactly, you know. But I always feel like it's, inter- it's an interesting exercise to explore, like, what happens when, you know, uh, the immovable object comes into contact with the unstoppable force and what does that look like? But I know you're totally right. I mean, you're not going to do a reading for someone. I mean... you the, the age old adage of you can lead a horse to water and not, and you can't make him drink is pretty perfect yeah. I mean, in but this I've day also and had age, it. especially.
1: I've had it the other way too, where um, they're not skeptics, they're very much believing in tarot, and then they don't like my answer. And so then mm. they don't like the reading.
0: <laughs> um, yeah.
1: And I've had this happen a couple times. Well, I don't, you know, if you want a refund, sure. Like have it, I guess. Like it, I, you, you get, I, that was my job. I did it. And, um, I can't, I'm not going to change the answer. Uh, if we read, if we pulled cards again, we'd probably get the same answer. So right, I say if okay, I'm so sorry that you were unhappy. And, um, sure. If you want to refund, I'm happy to do that. And then I've had this happen a couple of times where I do the refund or I like, I, I apologize or say something a different way. I don't know. Um, which generally says the same thing. Uh, and they come back and they're like, I'm sorry, you were right. <laughs> I'm mm, sorry yeah. that I, I was overreacting yeah. and you were right. And I took it out on the reading. <laughs> I've had mm. that happen. So, you know.
0: It's the mind, that's the ego yeah. getting in the, the way of the, mm-hmm. of the message. Um, well, do you do, do you do, uh, remote readings?
1: Yeah, I actually do. only do remote readings. Oh, um, really? Not, I, I'm happy to do them in person, but I don't really live in a place where that's necessary or wanted. And I, and also everyone's online and I started a business online, so it's just been that way. I do email and video and any in-person events that if they come up.
0: Nice. Can we do? Would you do a little uh, mini reading for me?
1: Yeah. What do you? Uh, what do you want?
0: What do I want? Um, <laughs> big question, there, I, I
1: If you don't have, um, <laughs> so a lot of people are like, I want a reading, but I don't know what I want. I don't have. I'm not going through a, like a life crisis, and I need help on. Um, I offer, or I say this as an option. Uh, I have this personality reading that I do. Uh, mm. Which is basically like how you see yourself and how um, the world sees you, and uh, how okay. that may look similar or be different than what you think. And it's helpful for people who are who I don't know because they let's know exactly if it's right.
0: <laughs> let's <laughs> do that it's about
1: them. Um. So let's let's do that. the The first card is how I how you see yourself and how other people see you. The second card is, um, what you can't see, but what like drives you or motivates you.
0: Mm-hmm. The third
1: card is what you, uh, know about yourself, but don't show others. And then mm. the fourth card is what you can't see in yourself that other people see in you.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Let's do this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, everyone loves this one. um, And it took me a second to think about it because I I haven't actually done this spread in in a while. So I, but it's, I always offer it to the people who who don't know what to get.
0: (laughs) I mean, there's a lot going on in my life and uh, a lot of big things happening. Um, But I, so I think this is actually a perfect way to go for the sake of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So we don't go into like a one month long reading exactly. life and changes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the way that this works, the way that I do this is, um, I like to believe that the cards have their own energy. It's like, they're, they're just like an old, their own life force. So when I shuffle, I often find that like, they kind of pop out or fly out or get a little crazy. And then like, I Mm -hmm. just shuffle until they settle down. It sounds that. so funny to say about inanimate objects, but I, I swear if that's just how it goes.
0: I get it. Um, I've, I've experienced it.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so basically what I'm doing is I'm just like picking the cards that just pop up like that. And then I'm going to uh, cut the deck. Usually I cut the deck twice to get like a theme card, but you've already had three mm. cards fly out. So um, I have we're going to use those.
0: The, uh, yeah. Those cards are talking. As the theme cards.
1: Yeah. They're literal messages flying at my face.
0: So, um, them.
1: it's always important to like pick them up. Okay, uh, here, right, done. Okay.
0: for people who can't who aren't watching on youtube will you explain what you just did there i don't know i don't even uh, know what you did yeah but I feel like you were listening <laughs> you, could you to even
1: the see cards? me my head is like down here <laughs> did, you,
0: did you put your ear to the cards
1: um, like they're speaking to me uh no i just this is just the—I don't know what this is, but this is the process. So I, I just—I okay. end up looking. Okay. <laughs> I look at yeah. the side of the cards, mm. and then I just like visualize the person that I'm reading for, just thanking me for the great reading. And so I mm. basically, it's like a law of attraction kind of moment. I just—that's what I do when I'm drawing. And um, I love that. And then I kind of just like feel, <laughs> feel where to pick, and uh, then I just have a sense of relief when I picked the right spot. I and I love uh that. yeah and so that's kind of how it goes. Um so first card how we see the second card is how third card. Okay. Um uh, okay so sometimes I start with the theme cards and sometimes I start with a spread. Today I'm going to start with the theme cards. We have I said we have 3, but the last two you were talking about your changes in life mm. and they like came out. One of them came out right mm. away and the other one came out a little later. So I'm feeling like those are like separate. So um Okay. I'm going to read those last. This one Maisie, that came out earlier.
0: Can yeah. you explain what a theme card is and what a spread card is? A theme yes. card?
1: Uh so the The four cards that we mentioned for the personality spread, uh, that's part of the tarot spread. (laughs) And then Mm. the theme card uh, is basically like a way that I look at the spread with a bigger picture in mind, like a larger lens. It's like big Mm. picture to small. Um, Mm. So it just gives me like a, a scope for the whole thing. Okay. For the whole identity, I guess if we're doing a personality spread, this would be like the theme of the whole identity as opposed to like nitpicking certain parts. Mm.
0: Amazing. Okay.
1: Thank you. The card for the whole identity or for your whole identity is the magician reversed. Mm. So this card um, comes up when we're at the beginning of a journey, it comes up to show that we have all the tools in place that we need to succeed. Um, it's one of the first cards in the Major Arcana. So that's uh, the, one of the second parts of the tarot deck that talks about big life changes as opposed to day-to-day moments in the Minor Arcana. So the Major Arcana, with this being one of the first cards, just says that there's a whole like thing ahead of us, a whole like uh, journey ahead of us with big life changes. So the point is, um, the Magician also has all the suits of the tarot deck. So we've got the cups and the pentacles and the swords and the wands, and he feels Mm. like all ready to charge. But yours is reversed, which means, or makes me feel that even though you do have all the tools to succeed, you constantly feel like you need um, something else. You constantly feel Mm. like you're not prepared or that you're not able to get to where you wanna go or that there are too many obstacles ahead of you even, uh, that you don't have what you need to to overcome all those obstacles. So it could be like a fight to, a fight to succeed, as opposed to like a confidence-driven, mm. self, <laughs> self-driven uh, attitude towards success. I feel like you are successful. This is the kind of person who like is successful without trying. You know, like you don't mm. try too hard, but somehow you get things you want. But it's reversed here, which makes me feel like. You are successful, but you don't see yourself as successful. Like you feel oh. like there's always more, I'm not doing enough and I don't have everything I need to, to do all the things that I want to do. And it's just, it seems more like a battle mm. than it is easy, even though it may look easy for other people. Um, so what you know about yourself and other people know about you, that's the first card. And we got the devil card, mm. which is an interesting start. And if this were like a more internal, like one of the, I know it's about myself and I keep it from other people, I would say that there's some like, (laughs) there's some uh, turmoil that is going on underneath that um, maybe some like depressive symptoms going on, which I'm not saying that is applying to you. It's more like if that was in an internal space in the spread, that's what I would be saying. But Mm. the devil talks about like toxic relationships that we have with um, ourselves or other people and since this spread is about yourself, um, mm. it has, it talks about a toxic uh, situation that you have with your own self confidence or self worth mm. or something. And it really ties back to this like magician reversed, the not doing enough. And so I feel like you get into this toxic cycle where you're like more and more and more, and then you don't really see how deep, the, how deep it's going, how deep the spiral is going, where you're sending, it's almost like it's a mental game where you're setting yourself up for failure and it hasn't even happened yet. Um, so the reason it comes up in a public space, what, you know, and what you what people around, you know, is that I think you're very open with like, with these mm. things, whatever they are, uh, getting into cycles or, mm. uh, even, you know, sad moments, depressive moments, uh, anything that has to do with feeling trapped within your body or within yourself and not being who you want to be or not mm. succeeding in the way that you want to succeed. All that is think is something that you've talked openly about, which is why it's coming up in that public space. Mm. So um, it's upright too, which means that it's not like a, it's like a constant process, but because it's in that public space, I think it the awareness is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I forget to breathe sometimes when I do readings <laughs> and I like, <laughs> I need to stop for a moment. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So Mm. the next one is uh, what you uh, don't know, but what motivates you. And we got the page of Pentacles reversed. This is part of the reason why I went on the same spiel with this card about not feeling like you're doing enough. Um, The page of Pentacles when upright is a card of uh, new beginnings. Pentacles are the material things, So like money, job, um family it's worth to like value which is money but also like self-worth um and the pages are more like in reference to a playing card deck they would be like the jacks but they're like the female jacks so they have like emotions and drive and they feel um they're they're dreamers and everything so basically the page of pentacles in general is someone who is a dreamer has big goals and has big um, ideas about what they want to be and, and, and who they want to be. And it's reversed, which makes me feel that uh, you, your motivation is to overcome this idea that you can't do it or that you're not enough or that you're too young or too inexperienced for whatever you want to do or whatever it is. Um, The drive to be successful stems from, this thought that you aren't capable <laughs> if that makes sense. Mm. It's like an overzealous drive to show not even other people, but show yourself that you can do it. Mm-hmm. It's not, this is nothing about this is about other people. It's about you and your own yeah. thought process. Yeah. Um, what you know about yourself, but don't show others is the six of swords. Um, This card is about leaving behind the past Mm. Uh, and swords for me are about actions. So it's like forgiving your past actions. So the fact that it's coming up upright in a place that you hide, makes you feel that you have given up, uh, that you've been through some tough times that not everybody knows about and um, that you um, still have a hard time like letting go of that and also of things that happen to you. So like anything that is dramatic or difficult sticks with you for a long, long time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe it can be so impressionable because this is kind of like your state. Like this is the, the devil is like the state that you have mentally. And so when things like this happen, it's easy to be like, that was because of me or, and then just go down this, uh, spiral. Mental spiral. Mm. Um, so I, I do feel that yeah, you hold on to things uh, quite a bit. You're very sensitive in that way. And then what you don't see in yourself, but other people see in you. We have the Eight of Swords. So <laughs> this doesn't look fun. Um, but <laughs> the point here is that um, she. We can see that she's blindfolded. I usually see this card as a symbol of uh, missing red flags or being like. Mm looking away from the things that would help them. So you're just not seeing certain actions that you could be doing or or not seeing the actions that you have done that have been beneficial. So really just finding gratitude in like what you have done and uh, finding pride in what you have done. Um, so people people see that, you know, how successful you are and what you've accomplished in your life, but they also see you as someone who's like, I'm not going to look at it. There's too much more to do. And I have uh, other goals in mind. Um, mm. So you just like, you turn away from that kind of that stuff. Mm. That was a Whoa. lot. <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> no, don't. What are you sorry for? I think it was right on, to be honest, <clears throat> of where I'm at currently. <laughs> It the was um, right on. I said that it we was... had
1: two other cards that fell out. Do you uh-huh. want to know about them? They were when you were talking about changes in your life. Uh, the Hermit reversed fell out,
0: and yeah. then
1: the Two of Pentacles reversed fell out. Um, mm. And so the Hermit is, you know, people can people probably can speculate what that means. But the the Hermit, when it's upright, it means that we're like drawing away from society to become. You know, better mm. person and think about what we want to be. When it's reversed, it means like we are finally um, putting ourselves out there again mm. or being pushed out there again. Um, yes. You know, when we're not ready yes. or something. Um, in this case, it kind of looks like you feel like you're being forced out into the world to do something um, because we have the two of pentacles reversed. Uh, the two of pentacles means like we're juggling material things. So, like, you got a new job and you also. Just bought a house, so Mm. those are two things, major things that happen at one time. Uh, But when it's reversed, it can mean that we are uh, that the the world has kind of forced uh, trials and tribulations regarding money and in time and status and whatever onto you, where you have to you feel like you're overwhelmed, basically, with all those Mm. options. So
0: Mm.
1: I don't know what that's about, but uh, it's
0: (laughs) I know what it's about.
1: Seems it seems difficult.
0: Um yeah, it sounds really heavy and difficult, but uh I have the tools like that thing said and it's really about me getting out of my own way of and just realizing I have the tools and I'm ready, you know, and stop stop overthinking it, overanalyzing it, holding on to <laughs> things. It's time to let go. That's really, I mean, it was right on, Maisie. Seriously, all the way through. Awesome. Completely right well, on. Well, I'm glad. It always is, though, for me. It's like, yeah, I know. And the card, you know, the card says the thing that I've been thinking about for the last week.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, if you get a tarot reading, you should feel that way. Like, and that, you know, I just find it interesting because if I said that, whole thing to someone else it wouldn't have been true at all you know that was specifically for you so you're naturally supposed to be like yep i get that i understand it It, you spoke to my heart
0: (laughs) yeah exactly yeah wow amazing super powerful um i feel like that's i mean that's so that transcends the personality i guess that's i don't know for me my understanding of personality but it's sort of like a life moment reading
1: It goes deeper. I mean, it's hard. It's not hard. But I feel that um, most people don't know how deep tarot can go. Mm. You know, if you're like, how deep can it go? (laughs) There's more. Um, Like, for instance, if you ask about your relationship, I will more than likely Mm. tell you about your patterns in relationships and your past relationships and how that's playing out into this current one. You know, it doesn't just focus on the.
0: Mm. Yes. The now. Christ, we need another hour for my
1: relationships.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's, that was spectacular. Uh, so I get the hermit a lot. It was interesting about the devil and the devil being upside down or reversed so that, or in the spot that it was in. So it's not about like me hiding things, but yeah, I've definitely built my Yeah,
1: I mean, I would be a little concerned if it was like in a secretive inside. spot because you could be, yeah, you would be feeling it inside, but also that can mean that you're not even like registering it right inside. So that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it was, if it's in a public spot like that, you've acknowledged whatever that is and for you and that you're working on it. And so it doesn't really, it's not a bad thing
0: to see if that. Yeah, it, no, it totally, I mean, it... it it makes complete sense to me. I, I think that the, whatever thing I've brought to the world, it's because of what I've experienced and been open to share about, you know, as far as my pain and the struggles I've been through and overcoming it and navigating it, etc. Navigating the darkness has been a big thing uh, that I've spoken about a lot since leaving the NFL. Um, and that's always been a, uh, I guess a headliner task of my life is coming to terms with the darkness in myself. And Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, and I've, I've gotten to a really incredible point in my life. I mean, I can't really say enough how miraculous my life has become, you know, through this process of coming to terms with myself and coming to terms with mm-hmm. the darkness and the parts of myself that I thought I used to think were ugly or not suited for life or whatever it might have been or the things that I was ashamed of or felt guilty for and coming to terms with all of it and it's interesting about the pass card that you wrote or that you pulled or that flew out um Because I was literally just writing about today. I was writing about all these past things. And I had this intense moment of clarity as I was writing about all the past things that I felt held so much weight. And it was almost like I was looking at books on a shelf. And it was like, what do those things have to do with my present state? What do those things, all of those past experiences, things, conversations, words, whatever it might have been, what is that? What do those things truly have to do with this moment right here, where I'm at, where I'm standing with my feet in the ground? Like, is that really what this is about? Is that what the future is going to be about? Or am i just holding on to something because i think i'm supposed to hold on to it you know right. and and you know it's really this interesting thing going back to osho and and sort of i i guess you know all the all ancient spiritual teachings it's it's leading you towards following your heart and following your inner guide following your bliss you know and how in in Western life or modern society, how we've let the mind take control of everything and become the master that we start creating all of this resistance around our natural, the natural gravitational force that's pulling us through our lives in the direction that the universe mm-hmm. has deemed for us, um... You know, and that goes back to that free will and things are fated or destined or if that exists. But and I, I I think it's super paradoxical in that both are true, you know, because I think that we all have right. a, you know, there's something. There is a purpose for us that we don't really understand or know about. And the game is letting go and letting God to use a, a term from. 12 step programs, but, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's really fascinating. You know, it's totally, um, I, I feel blessed to be in the place that I'm in having done the work that I've done and really having a deep relationship with a higher power. Um, you know, meditation has become a daily ritual for me for the last five years. And it's completely transformed my life and my relationship to myself and others. And, you know, two years ago, three years ago, if I found myself in this place where I'm at right now, I would be totally overcome by it, you know, but because of Mm -hmm. the steps I've taken or the process that I'm, I'm, I've just, I just like, because I feel as though I don't have any choice. I've just surrendered to this process of Mm -hmm. going on the ride and observing rather than trying to figure it out. You know, I can look at this stuff and be present with it and then make a really intentional conscious move from this place, you know, rather than being caught up in the chaos, which as a Libra, I'm an air sign and my whole life has Mm -hmm. been a battle in the mind. You know, it's been like this war yep. zone in my mind.
1: Yeah, I was wondering how much air you have in your chart if you keep talking about logical and mind and I'm letting go of my mind. I'm like,
0: yeah, my whole my whole air thing sign is about have lots
1: of air in your chart.
0: <laughs> yeah, my whole thing is about getting out of the mind. You know, it's like my it's been mm-hmm. my whole life is like, Eb, stop thinking about it. You know the answer. Go that yep. way take the leap, get the fuck out of your own way and just jump. And you, that's just, that's been my life, you know, whether I like it or not, as much as I want to like, will it and, and do the thing that I think is right or whatever, you know, it's like my whole life, everything that has been, you know, and, and it's almost like effortlessly successful, like you said. And then I'm going, wait, but I can't be successful. I can't. You can't. You're You're shooting obstacles. You're not worthy of that. Yeah. So, um, really powerful Maisie. I appreciate you doing that. Uh, and I think you're super gifted. You're, I love your process. Like, um, it's awesome. (laughs) It's true. It's great.
1: Everyone has their own thing. It was funny. because I've never really explained my process like that fully. With where I go when I'm like diving into my desk, like I've never talked that. about like how I do that. So um, as I was talking, that's why I was giggling because I was like, it sounds so funny, but <laughs> but this is just how it is.
0: <laughs> it is. It's true. You know, I and and because of our, I don't know, it, whatever it is, cultural indoctrination, the society, you know, all of these beliefs, we it's like we think that that is an illogical statement that there's life in that deck but there is there's totally an energy <laughs> and a intelligence to it that is happening beyond our sense of understanding mental understanding it's true so i love that you i love that you explained that and uh i appreciate that um well we're we're winding down here I'd love for you to share where people can get in touch with you or get a reading from you or tune into your coaching services or find you on social media, all that good stuff and, uh, everything else you have going on, please share it. Cause, uh, I think people could really use it. Awesome. Uh,
1: yep. I am tarot by Maisie. That's the the business. And it's, you can find me at www.tarotbymaisie.com or you can find me, uh, at tarot by Maisie. That's my handle on Instagram. And those are the main places, uh, I respond to every single DM. So, uh, if you have anything, any questions or what have you about, um, tarot or offerings, uh, you can just ask me, I offer, birth chart readings, astrology, tarot readings, um, coaching. I have a tarot deck. I offer this mental health subscription service now that just launched this year. And I'm hopefully it's gaining traction. It's called a therapy and, uh, it's basically like a monthly sit down that we have to talk about growth goals and, um, you know, how we can approach those things using tarot and astrology. And, uh, yeah, that's what I got.
0: That's awesome. Um, well, thank you so much, Maisie. Uh, I really appreciate you. And I think this was a super helpful, insightful, um, conversation and a great introduction into tarot for people who are maybe interested, who've never had access or had an opportunity to have a tarot reading. I think it was really great. Um, so I appreciate you for that.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. Um, All right, y'all. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Lots of love to all of you. I hope you have an excellent rest of your day, and I'll see y'all on the flip side. Peace.